Hi, my beautiful people. This is Spill With Me, Jenny D. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I'm giving you a real big hug right now. I don't know if you can feel it, but I'm giving you this big hug because I feel like everybody needs a hug or a, hey, you're doing great or you look nice or just compliment each other. I mean, see, I felt like I needed to start this because I've been running into so many people that just want to talk about their life experiences, the relationships or like any story they needed to share. This could be something magical or something they wanted to share, but they're afraid of what others would think, me included. Or if you're hurting inside or have a funny story about life lessons you'd like to talk about, I would love for you to reach out. This could be the worst or your best time. Listen, I have some good topics. We're going to have a lot of fun because I believe the best medicine is to talk about it because someone else is dealing with the same shit. Hi, my beautiful people. It's me, Jenny D. This is another episode of Spill With Me, Jenny D podcast, and I'm so excited. You guys don't understand. You know, you meet people in your life, and when they come into your life, you just feel this energy, and you're inspired by this person. A few weeks ago, oh, geez, no, this wasn't a few weeks ago. Yeah, this was a couple months ago. This was during Christmas. I was at the Magic of the Season for the Peters Chamber, and this beautiful blonde woman comes up. We start talking and well I'm going to introduce her and then we'll, we'll talk more about it. So this is Sharon St. Clair. She is a partner of the Marshall St. Clair group for Keller Williams and she's fabulous. Sharon say hi to the listeners. Hi everyone. It is so great to be here Jenny. Thank you for inviting me. Wait a minute. Thank you for coming and sharing your story with the listeners. And like I said when was that Sharon? That was the magic of the season right? It was right around uh, the holiday and, and right around Christmas in December. Yeah, yes. it was a packed room it and was. so many people from our community it was fantastic. Oh, it was wonderful. And I think I had you do a shout out. At yes. Yes. Okay. So that's how, because there were so many people giving shout outs and I remembered you. You know, I just felt like this energy and you're just, I mean, if you ever meet Sharon St. Clair, I'm telling you, you will have a better life, more fulfilled life, because she just brings so much joy into my life. I just love you. I feel the same way about you. <laughs> I just, we immediately connected and we knew it was a shout out that was going to lead to friendship. Yes, absolutely. And that's how you meet people. You're never too old to make new friends. No. Don't you think? No. 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 Just open, when you open yourself and they opened and they open up as well, um, beautiful things happen from that. Exactly. We're on the journey together. We are. We're in this world together. And if we could help people or just be there for people, you know, that's the best thing we can do. But let's get into our podcast. Okay. So Sharon and I are going to talk about real estate. Okay. But let's, let's get to know Sharon a little bit. Sharon, how did you get into doing real estate? My path was a little bit unusual. I'm a co-founder of an inspection company okay. in in Pittsburgh and in the surrounding areas. You know, when you are in inspection company, conditions are a really important part of real estate. When the pandemic came, I knew that 
the world had changed. We all didn't know exactly to the extent of those changes, right. but life plays out in housing oh, in general. Yeah. And the pandemic really taught us that. And I knew intuitively that people were going to need quality representation. Right. Uh, and that they were going to be making some very significant decisions through a very difficult time. Absolutely. And history has proven that to be true. Oh, yeah. I mean, so during COVID, you were doing inspections. And what you're saying is you go into the home and you evaluate everything they have and everything is running right. Or how do you, what is that about? So condition is whenever you purchase a home, you should have an, a clear and complete understanding of the home that you're purchasing so that you can make good decisions around the house as an investment. Okay. And an interesting fact that when the pandemic hit, right. Pennsylvania was one of two states that did not consider real estate to be essential. And it was the only state in the country that did not allow inspections. So they expected people to buy sight unseen without having it inspected. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. And condition is Pittsburgh, out of all of the markets across the United States, is considered to be one of the most challenging and complicated markets for condition because our housing stock, we have weather elements, we have um, older housing, and we also have deferred maintenance housing. So our housing stock is not... What does that mean? I'm sorry, hon, deferred maintenance. It means that things have been let go. Oh, yes. And so what could typically, if you are, you know, house astute means that when you fix it right away or get it corrected, it's one cost when you let it go. Houses do not self-correct. They're not video games where you don't set the reset button. It becomes extremely, it starts to multiply in terms of consequences to the house and expenses. So, you know, being part of an inspection company, we've won national awards for innovation and business excellence. I believe, from my own personal experience, because I made a lot of mistakes, I am the poster child for what not to do. <laughs> uh, and so I built the company. You learn now from your mistakes. Absolutely. So I just, I, I built the company that I would have wanted as a woman. Right. And Aaron Brockovich said it best. Oh, yes. I remember oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I met her. And, what? Um, yeah. And I was the invited. real Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. Oh, not Julia Roberts. No, no, no. I was I was invited to meet Aaron Brockovich, and I was invited by a CEO, and he said, um, he, you know, invited her to this event. There were hundreds of men in the room, and I was one of the only women as an owner of an inspection company. You're kidding. No. Oh, and, my God. You know... When they, you know, they were in the room and, you know, inspectors and inspection company owners, and I was one of the only females, and, you know, she's a bold blonde, and I'm a bold blonde, and (laughs) we just connected, and, you know, when they were hearing, I was listening. Right. And we had the conversation of a lifetime. Oh, my God. And she said to me, she said, do not be afraid to be, to go big. And I thought to myself, I came away from that and I said, okay, how do I help consumers from my own experience? Because I was so underserved and it cost me so much money in being underserved. When you're saying being underserved. In my own real estate transaction. I mean, it cost me 
a lot of money that I was not expecting, and I was underserved through the entire process from agency to inspections. Oh, and those, okay. And, See, and, nobody knows all that little detail things that go into the housing market. No, and in, in how the process works and the decisions that are made can position someone for profit or loss. Okay. And also living in a home that really meets the needs, a healthy right. and safe home. So I, I was underserved on a multitude of fronts, and I decided I was going to build a company that I would have wanted and needed when I was making those decisions. Yeah, so Erin Brockovich. So I had this meeting with Erin Brockovich, and I got to meet her, and we got to talk. My thought process was, if I can help agents become better mm-hmm. at understanding yes. housing, then how many consumers would that reach? Because the agent is the professional. Think about how many people they reach. So what I did was I put together a a national housing conference in Pittsburgh. I brought in housing experts. Now, when was this, honey? This was a few years ago when I first opened up the inspection company. But when did you meet Erin Brockovich? I met her right around the time of Flint because I remember we were riding the elevator up, and she goes, I'm on my way to Michigan tomorrow because there's some things that are happening over there. Okay, so what year was that? Take a look and see, Jenny. I'm not I don't sure. know. I don't. It was know a few either. years ago, was right? It a few years. Yeah, yes. it was a few years okay, ago. Okay, so if people don't know who Erin Brockovich, give us a little summary, Sharon. Erin Brockovich is one of the greatest consumer advocates in our country's history, mm-hmm. and she's most notably known for environmentals. And so, for example, what is happening right now in Ohio? Erin is on site with these palace. You know, no way. Yes, because of that toxic chemical explosion, because those chemicals are going into the air, they're going into the soil, and they're going into the water. Oh my gosh. My daughter goes to Kent State. Do you think she's in trouble? It's in Ohio. Um, They have a cone of radius, so you might, you know, want to do a little... And what Erin said is... If it doesn't feel right, listen to your instincts. Right. But she's most notably known for um, what happened in California, and she had the courage and the confidence. Amazing, uh, right? She was absolutely amazing. And just uh, her whole story, I mean, if you haven't seen Erin Brockovich, you need to see it because just seeing the single mom, you know, try to make ends meet, I don't even think she had an education, but she no. learned how to be basically a lawyer or an advocate for... She was paralegal. Paralegal. And she just went into the trenches to get the information to help people because she knew what was happening against the corporations was affecting their life. You know, when she and I had this conversation, I realized that if I could help agents, I could you know, help consumers. And this is before I became an agent that I did this. I was not even an agent when I put together this conference. No. And then we won national awards for innovation because of it. Um, And did continuing education for agents throughout Pittsburgh. And I did it just because I think that if you know better, you do better. Exactly. So let's raise the water table for all of us. Right. And it starts with the professionals in the field, whether they're inspectors or agents. We're all professionals. Right. It's you're you're so right. And just educating other people and being, you know, being there for them too, because not everybody has that expertise in certain areas in real estate or buying or selling or anything like that. So tell us, so after you had your own inspection company, mm-hmm. what happened after that? Was it during COVID when you realized you wanted to get into real estate? I'm a former practicing attorney. 
Oh, that's right. You are too. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. So Sharon's uh, like, she does it all. <laughs> and I came, I represented the uh, original stock exchange that was acquired by NASDAQ. Okay. And if you think about it this way, the stock exchange is an asset and real estate's an asset. Real estate as an asset is four times the size of the stock market. What? Yes. Okay, now you're really putting things in perspective. Yes. Okay. And so I came back to Pittsburgh for family reasons. I loved my job. But, you so know, you were in New York? I was at a regional stock exchange that was acquired by NASDAQ. I was in Philadelphia, which okay. the Philadelphia stock exchange was a regional stock exchange acquired by the NASDAQ, but they had the foreign currency options floor, which was, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And I came back to Pittsburgh for family reasons. Um, okay. I'm originally from here, and I, you know, my mom was terminally ill, I'm and so I was sorry. about to be um, shipped overseas to help other countries develop capital markets. I was being recruited, and I got a call that um, my mom was terminally ill. I'm so sorry. And I commuted back and forth. And then one day I was sitting at a table with the general counsel and the chief financial officer of the exchange, and we were negotiating a multi-million dollar contract. I looked at my watch and I said, gentlemen, um, I'm so sorry. I have to leave. I have to fly out to meet with my mother's surgeon. And on Monday morning, I resigned. Oh, okay. I came back and I resigned. It was too much. And I just said, you are paying for my mind, and my head and my heart are split. Yes. And my heart has to win right? because I have one mother, and I have a limited amount of time to be able to give back for someone who gave to me her whole life. Right. Oh, yes. And I know that there's always going to be deals to be done, but I have a very limited window. Yes. You know how hard that is for most people because they feel so devoted to their jobs or occupations that they do that they feel like, not that they do it on purpose, but, you know, they got to make their bills and this and that. So they kind of put, you know, family or somebody close to them on hold for a little bit until they can get theirs done. But for you to realize that, Sharon, that's incredible to just, you know, because it's, you knew. You could not be 100% into your job when your heart and mind are focusing on the care of your mother. I wanted to be fair, you know, because I appreciated the opportunity that I was given to be able to work and be a counsel to a stock exchange and everything that that meant. And I realized the the significance of the decision. And a lot of people thought that I was, you know, they, they said, why would you do that? You know, just put your mom in a home. Oh, my and gosh. And go, you know, do your job. Just put her in a home. Why would somebody say that? Um, I can't speak for other people. Right. You know, I can only be accountable for my own choices. Yeah. Um, but I had to do what was right for me. Right. And um, I am a person that I believe in faith. I and I too. believe that uh, God shuts a window and he opens a door. Yes, I love that. Yes. And so that's how I proceeded. And when you can live by fear, you can live by faith. I choose faith because it was a very fearful decision to right. get up and, and leave that, not knowing what the future held. Right. Mm-hmm. So you went back home I to went, Pittsburgh. Came back home and um, I subsequently stayed and never left. And I was you know, fortunate because I had that time right. and I will never, I, um, can't get back time. No, no. I mean, you know, life is measured by the moments that we give to others. 
right. to me. You know, when you look back at your life, you know, it's not the it's not the decisions that you know, we all have choices, and we have to be you know clear with ourselves and be able to have to live with those choices. And sometimes we get a reset, and sometimes we don't. Just for me, I knew there was no reason. I knew I was never going to have that opportunity. Right. And when it was gone, it was gone. And for me, it crystallized my priorities in a heartbeat because I'm an only child. Yes. That was a defining moment of how I wanted to live my life. And she was young when she had cancer. She was diagnosed with cancer and she was young. And um, because I was young, I was still in my 20s. And so she was, you know, younger than me at the time that, uh, you know, she was diagnosed. And I just think that life is such a beautiful gift. Right. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And how we how we live it and who we bring into our world and what we give back to our world is of the utmost important. And I believe everybody has a purpose and a gift. And I think that that's why you and I connected because you have this beautiful energy. Oh, shit. And you just, you give of yourself. And that energy is very positive and it helps people to be their best. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I mean, just listening to you and the words that you say, you know, it just resonates to me because it's true. You don't want to have any regrets in life. No. You don't want to say, oh, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did that. And I know for me, you know, my um, stepdad passed away last year and I had regrets of, oh, I didn't see him that much. You know, I was so busy with the kids, but you can't have regrets. You know, I was there for him when he was in hospice and everything. So I know he knew I was there, but if you have to hold on to these regrets, then, you know, it just consumes you. Don't you think? So you have to get into that mode of like, okay, I did the best I could do. They know I love and care about them, you know, and you just have to just move on and just keep thinking of them because you never forget. You never forget your loved ones. I think that as a society, there's so much pressure on people and all we can do is our best. And that's when I said earlier, when you know better, you do better. Right. I like that line too. (laughs) Loving is a skill and everybody can, you know, we can show love differently. For me, in that moment, it was time and I knew time was my gift to give. You know, I was showing love through giving time. Exactly. You chose. I chose. I chose time, and I chose to spend that time of showing uh, someone that I loved with all my heart, my best friend, and take her to that journey. I'm I'm very sorry about, you know, your mom being so young, but it brought you back to Pittsburgh. But she inspired me to live my best life because, you know, the lesson I learned is life is very unpredictable. We don't know the future. Right live for today what is what is your purpose right that, have the bigger picture that is a very good question what is your purpose what is your purpose and when you find your passion and you find your purpose and and my goal and, and I promised my mother when she passed because I named my daughter after my mother and I said I promised her I said I will support her to be the person that she was destined to be yes I'm not there to define it I'm there to support it Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, I define my own life, but I'm there to help and support the choices of others that they make and right. and to be that friend and that daughter and, you know, mother, that mother. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So you ended up staying here in Pittsburgh. I did. Okay. And what position did you take after that? 
So I came back to Pittsburgh, and the thing that I loved about my job is I love business. I love I loved deals. Right. Yeah. And so I've had, you know, I was, I was fortunate. I fell into the inspection business because I had another business that was an advisor to advisors to builders. Oh, wow. And we okay. expanded into inspections. Yes. And so, again, I like real estate is a massive asset. It's a very personal one. Right. What do you mean by that, Sharon, personal? So when you think about your 401k, decisions are made by investment managers. And you just kind of watch it on paper when you see your statement come in or you watch the markets. You really don't have control other than to the choice that you put into it. Real estate is a personal asset that you are going to live in and with. And you do have some control over what you do with that asset. Okay, that's true. That is true. I never thought about it like that. And it's the asset that's personal because your home should be your haven. Right. And so my professional life for many years has been to empower people to live their best life in their home. Yes. Because I grew up very poor and was the first one to go to college. I didn't, you know, when I went to make purchases of real estate, I really didn't know much, anything. If I would have known better, I would have done better, but I didn't know. I'm a firm believer that we empower people. We educate to empower them. Exactly. Yes. So that they can live their best lives. I love that line. That is just, that's your your home is your haven and life plays out in housing. It really does. I love how you say that because I never put it in perspective, but it's so real. You know, people should buy a home or find a home that really, that they know that this is my place to be. This is my purpose, like you said. So I just, I love stories, you know, and that's, and when you make a personal impact on someone's life and the choices that we make and the advice that we give really matter. And it's going to be a long-term consequence because chances are they're going to take a loan and the chances are they're going to be paying that loan for many years. Right. So they deserve the best of who we are our experience right. and our knowledge and our skills. Skills matter. Oh, yeah. So I had a client who is relocating to the Pittsburgh area, and she is going to be a um, very high-profile person in our community. Okay. She's never, she accepted a position, and she had never set foot in our city. Not even one time. Not one time. So she didn't know anything. She didn't know anything. <laughs> so, and we're here to find home. Okay, and we're Pittsburghers, right? right. So we, we love our hometown. But we have some isms. Let's be real about it. We're right. a city of bridges. We measure time and not distance. Traffic. And, you know, we, have, we are very diverse. So there's, depending upon the, the life that you want to live, it's not just the house. It's what is the your area. life going to be like? Because we want to have a house in an area that's going to support what your plans are right? and how you want to live your life. And there were so many options. So I spent quite a bit of time um, with this particular client talking with them, not just about housing, but just about this next chapter, what this looks like, because they're relocating from a completely different city. So we have to understand where they're coming from and where their goals are, where they're going. 
Exactly. Like how long are they going to live in this house? Or is this just temporary? Or are they going to be moving again? Like transit, you know? And, it's, and I take a holistic approach to real estate. So what does that mean? It's yeah, not just what, about, yeah, I was going to say, what does yeah, it mean? Yeah, I, my, my approach is very holistic. Because I deal a lot with people that are moving here. And I've moved to other cities and I know what it was like yes. to move and relocate. And again, I want them to integrate and assimilate into our community, not just the home. Right. We so, have a lot to offer here in Pittsburgh. We have a lot to <laughs> offer. And so it's really about educating to empower. So we give them really good choices. I take a holistic approach. I look at the person. Okay. I look at who they are, what their life is like, and then I start the matching process. Okay. To housing. Again. So did you get like a background check with like did she tell you everything like Oh, I ask does? a lot of questions. Yes. We had a great discussion. Okay. I'm very transparent and people were very open with You're me. You're so easy to talk to, Sharon. You and, really are. Yeah, I just I genuinely care. Right. And so there was a lot of questions that I had and I said we're gonna organically this is going to come together. And so before this person ever did what I call wheels down and wheels up, which means the plane is landing wheels down and the plane's going to be going up when they leave and I always say wheels down because we're ready for them to come to our city and wheels up they're going to be under contract okay I like that wheels down that's cute wheels down welcome to Pittsburgh and then what do you say wheels up is and wheels up when they're leaving Pittsburgh and they're under contract because they're going to begin they're going to start their new life here Perfect. I love that. And we've done that many times with many clients in different scenarios, and everybody has different priorities. So it's really a matter of a holistic approach of understanding the drivers that are in the person's life because the house should work for the person. The person should not have to work for the house. See what I mean, people? Listen to her lines. I mean, you're going to be copying what Sharon says because she just, I mean, you. I love that line too. All the lines that you've been saying to me is really resonating into like thinking about things in a different perspective. So your house is, the pandemic taught us a few different things right. and we carry those lessons forward because things are now People have, you know, we're thinking about things differently. Your home, that building is a multi-purpose building. It not just became your home, it became your office, it became a school, it became a place of worship and exercise and all of these things. So life started to crystallize our priorities. Who and what is important to us and how do we want to live? How do we live our best lives and how do we support those around us? And so what we're finding is that I just had another conversation two days ago and when I leave here today, you know, people, we have somebody moving to Pittsburgh and they're t- in their family now who's right. never been here is going to be moving to Pittsburgh. Right. How do we counsel them so that it's not just about the house, but it's about being able to assimilate into our area and what's important to them and exactly. how we support them through the community and activities and schools, schools, I mean, yes. all of it. Backyard. Yes, maybe, you know, medical needs. I mean, there's right. all kinds of things and yeah, reasons. How close you are to your job. and Correct. Yes, Correct. there's a lot. That, wow, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it. It's not one size fits all. Exactly. And we do get very nuanced and granular because I want them to make the best decisions. And I'm able to take that whole process line it up, create a, if we take a universe of choices of, you know, after that of maybe 500 choices, I'm able to narrow that down to 10. Right. And we move from there. 
Yes. See, I love that. So when you're when we were talking about that, even off the air. So, did you end up finding the perfect house for her? Absolutely. Wait, you just wait. You said you found it. You talked to her. When did you talk to her? We knew that she was going to be coming in for the trip. We were planning that. We were watching the market. Okay. And then we get ready for what I call wheels down and ready for she's boots on the ground. Now we're going to be exposing her to a cross-section of communities, housing options, and Pittsburgh life. Nice. Yes. I love it. Yes. You've got to give her a tour. This is what our city's about. Yes. So, and you're right. There's so many options in so many different areas. It depends on what you're looking for. Yes. And, you know, because we believe that you're a client for life and we have a concierge service, and that's what I said to her, it's not, we're starting the relationship. Mm-hmm. You are. Because we're resources. We're highly connected. We know the area. We know a lot of people here. So we are a phone call away, whatever you need. I love that because usually you buy the house and you never see the no, real estate no. agent anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. my gosh. I love that. So you found, how did you find the house or did she walk in and say, Sharon, this is my home? I love that excitement. So it's it's kind of it's it's a matching process. So anyway, a house came on to the market and I made an executive decision and I put it into the tour and I said I want her to be able to see this because I knew it fit, you know, our parameters and you know what was important to this particular client. And she it was the house. It was her first choice. It was a multiple offer situation. Oh, and everyone wow. talks about the market changing. Let me tell you something, Pittsburgh is gonna be number three in twenty twenty three. We are still very affordably priced. Woo! Absolutely. We still have more buyers than we have sellers, but you have to be positioned. Right. Whether you're a buyer or whether you're a seller, you have to understand marketing and positioning. And it was a multiple offer situation. It was a first choice. Yeah. How do you do that? Like this? We secured it. We got it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if we had not gotten that home, we knew that we had great options for her. Okay. That's nice. But once you find, like you said, you know, you mm-hmm. find that home, you're like, it has everything I want and, and maybe even more mm-hmm. sometimes. It's exactly right. So that's so wonderful. I mean, just hearing the stories. I've heard a couple other stories with Sharon. Sharon, she's that type of person that she gets the job done. If you are, you know, out of state or you're even in state and you're looking for something particular and unique or whatever, she's going to find it for you. I mean, it's to be a problem solver. That's right. That's what I was going to say. You solve problems. Yes. I love that because a lot of people, you know, they're, it's just a hard decision. It's, you know, a lot of money and Mm -hmm. this, like you said, could be the rest of their life. They're going to live here forever or whatever. And if they make that decision too quickly and not really see all the different options and all the things, so you're doing all the dirty work, you're doing all the late nights and, you know, doing the research for them. And that's, that's such an ease to people's minds. We make the process easy. That's the key, you know, make it easy for the client, solve their problem. You know, I mean, if they are, if they're buying, they're going to be climbing Mount Everest. My, I'm a Sherpa. Yeah. So I'm looking to the top of the mountain. We've climbed it many times and my job is to make sure that we clear base camp because I want them to be able to reach the summit See what I mean? She's and so wonderful. I, I, don't, I don't want them to fall off and uh, have a bad experience. Right. So I want them to have victory at the top. And, you know, there's a path to chaos and there's a path to success. 
Right. And yeah. you, your customer satisfaction. You know, I can tell the passion in your eyes, Sharon, that you love what you do. Absolutely. So it's you, an honor. You've been doing real estate, and then you and um, Karen Marshall became mm-hmm. partners. Mm-hmm. And Known Karen for years, personally and professionally. Karen and I share um, a work ethic and commitment to clients, delivering a client experience and great results. I mean, that's extremely important. And Karen has been around for many years, and she was... Um, these, I believe she was the second Keller Williams agent in Pennsylvania. No way. Yes. Karen's reputation precedes her. So we're easy to remember Karen and Sharon because we're the rhyming agents. <laughs> we're the rhyming partners. And people call us Sharon and Karen all the time, and we just laugh it off. Wait yeah. a minute. I just realized that when you said that. That is so cute. Karen and Sharon are here. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. We have, we have a great you're time. You're like Laverne and Charlie. You're like yeah. Grace and whoever, right? I know. You guys are, you have those names that we remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And, and we, we're just a brain trust. I mean, at the end of the day, the people that we brought onto our team were all experienced and they're all specialists that we have new construction. We deal with investors. We deal with luxury buyers and sellers. We're a brain trust of brain over 50 years in real estate, over a billion sold. And then when we fold in all of the experience with um, condition, which that is absolutely enormous in our market, that is uh, billions of dollars worth of data. And that specialty is we just completely have changed the process of real estate, of how it is approached, how it is purchased, and the transaction overall. And just like I did in inspections, I started to change things and redefine that uh, client experience and what we were going to do. I just overtook those systems and I started bringing it into real estate and said, how can we change this up to make it better? And again, it's a very collaborative. Real estate to me is very collaborative. So when I'm working with another agent, sometimes I look at it that we're all going to the same goal line. We're not going to opposite ends of the field. Right. You're in the same game here. We're going, our clients are working to get to the same goal. Exactly. And so sometimes we have to do heavy lifting to get them there. We're happy to do that. We have the same goal. See, and you're an expertise in a lot of these fields because you like the conditions. Contracts. Yes, the contracts and everything. Mm -hmm. You've done it. So now you bring to the table so much more. And, you know, and Karen and her experience as Mm -hmm. well, that you two together, it's like, oh, my gosh, you two are like the dynamic double. (laughs) Yeah, people, yeah, the the dynamic duo. Yes, dynamic duo. So I look at real estate as like the four C's. When you buy a diamond. Oh, yes. When you buy a diamond, you go into the store and you're looking to four C's. When you're in real estate, there's four C's to real estate. Oh, yes. Tell me this. So there's the contract. Okay. That's number one. Condition. Okay. Connections, all right, and communications. We are professional communicators. Number one, we are in a contract. I love it. I love so it. So you have to understand contracts. Obviously, being a former practice attorney, and by the way, for the sake of this podcast, I never practice real estate, and we do have advisors, we're real estate attorneys. <laughs> okay. So I never, I'm not there to serve as an attorney. Okay. The scope of my representation as an agent, but obviously, my background, I believe that in having your ducks in a row. And so when I step in, I believe in being fully prepared. Right. And that's our reputation. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell, and even the stories we talked about off air <clears throat> of like other, we're not going to mention any names, but how you had to clean up 
a mess that was... We clean out messes. Yes, mm-hmm. and it was a big mess, and you went in there, and you got the job done. Mm-hmm. And that client, customer, mm-hmm. was so satisfied. And that's what I love about you, Sharon. You know, you just, you know, you make people feel at ease, even without, with your job and your profession. But as a person, you just have that way about you. I know. I'm telling you, you got to meet Sharon. She's wonderful. I, well, you know, I was recently with Jenny and her her ribbon cutting with the Peters Chamber, Chamber of Commerce, and it was what I call the flowers month. <laughs> I know. And what I, does that mean? So, <laughs> you know, I walk in and you have to understand if you've not met Jenny in person okay Jenny is a spark of life she is like Aww. she just has this amazing energy so she is standing there in a neon pink okay <laughs> Uh, jacket uh, sequined Sequence, with yes. fur, okay, on the fur, fur on the sleeves. And she said to me, in just a very casual way, and there's pink roses everywhere, all <laughs> shades of pink, because pink is an attitude and a color, just like red, yes. and, you know, shades of pink. She said, oh, Sharon, do you think this is too much? And I said, of course it is. It's over the top, but so are you. I said, I love it. It's, it's fabulous. It and I used to care, I used to care so much about what people thought. And doing this podcast now, I feel more comfortable. People like you that encourage me to know that it's okay. Be who you are. Be who yeah. you are. Right. And I mean, that's... You're, you're, you're amazing. And there were so <laughs> many people in the room that it, it was in the chamber's offices, which is not the largest of spaces. No, that's... You know, I don't and have was, a space. <laughs> and it was packed. It was packed. There were people in the hallway because everybody wanted to be there Aww. for your big flowers moment. You are so sweet. I love that. Big flowers moment. Yeah. Where did you come up with that? My daughter one day said, when I was talking about real estate, she goes, oh, mom, she goes, you got your flowers. And it's like, it's like a life victory. Right. And you know, when they say, you know, when people step forward in their life and they have those moments and they're giving, they're being given flowers on stage. Yes. My daughter's in the arts. Yes. And it's, she calls them the flowers moment. I love and that it. was your flowers moment when you were cutting that ribbon and just think I, about how many people you've impacted. We're all in this together. We are so interconnected. Right. And I that's why I want to share these stories because I feel like there's people out there, Sharon, mm-hmm. that need your help. So, you know, I really want you to tell us how do we get a hold of you? And how do we, you know, and even if we just wanted to talk about like down the road of like sure, retirement absolutely. or their college kids or even buying maybe a second home somewhere, of course. they would be able to contact you? Absolutely. Okay. So the easiest way is you can always contact myself, which is area code 724 503 Okay. And what is your, uh, do you have a website or an email? Um, Email is Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, St. Clair, S-T-C-L-A-I-R, at kw.com, as in kellerwilliams.com. Perfect. Okay, I love it. I love it. And then, you know, we will help you, direct you into our website, get you set up, whether it's short-term, you know, whether you need something now or you're thinking more long-term. Again, We're here to help. This is about positioning. Right. And I I think, uh, you know, me as a consumer, I don't know who to contact. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm looking for a second home or, you know, once my son graduates, I am looking for a smaller place. I don't Mm -hmm. want to be in my big house anymore. But I want it to be... 
enough space that my three kids come home, they have a bedroom. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's, Your future self. Exactly. So you do all that too, because a lot of people don't know which real estate agents to talk to because we're not sure who does what, but you do it all. Do Concierge. a lot of counseling. Yeah. Okay. There's no pressure. Again, my goal is to empower people to make good decisions so that they can live their best life. Yes. I love that. Live your and we're best just, life. And we're just, it's so, it's such an honor to be part of this journey. I, I can't even describe the, the satisfaction and fulfillment. And it, it is about going the extra mile and that's okay. And it's about solving problems. And another quick story is I had a client who was selling a home in another state and then moving to Pennsylvania. I was on the West Coast and at uh, five o'clock in the morning, uh, West Coast time, eight o'clock, I got a phone call. Client was extremely upset and said, we have a problem. And I said, and she was on her way to close the house in the other state. Right. And she got a call from her agent representing her in the other state that they weren't going to close. And he said, and his, he said, oh, by the way, just put your stuff, your whole house in the moving truck and just keep it there for a few weeks and what? we'll close sometime next year. We'll let you know. Oh my God. No, no, no. That's not solving problems. That's not solving problems. <laughs> and she had to, and she had to close and she was closing that house before she closed this house. Oh my God. So the financial consequences to her in that moment were into the tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, that's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. But the stress too. The stress. And she was, she was in tears and she was literally driving to the closing and I said, do I have your permission to contact, because again, that's another state, do I have a permission to contact the agent? And I did. Then I got the parties, you know, who, who was involved. So we got that house, and it was at the end of the year. So that triggers, and this was between, this was very close to New Year's. So that triggered certain tax consequences. It had to close before the end of the year oh, for all right. parties. It, okay. couldn't, it couldn't go into January. And her contract required that she close because if she did not, there would be other buyers waiting to buy that. I mean, if she didn't make the close. So it was a domino effect to the nth degree with a lot of complications and a lot of, a lot of consequences there. Right. And so we were able to, I spent about three hours in, in my hotel room pacing, taking notes, hold all parties together in three states. Okay. From lenders to different title companies. Like we ended up, yeah, we ended up going to close on both properties. Everything went smooth and we ended up getting it done, but it was not an easy uh, situation to say the least. You know, the agent on the other side at one point, you know, it was very relaxed because he said, I don't see what the big deal is. Just put in a moving truck and just wait. It's not his life. And it was not his money either, right? Right. So I had, I had like, I don't work like that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't work like that. I, I said, this is a little too relaxed. That approach is a little too relaxed for me. I said, and uh, and he said, well, I don't understand, you know, what the big deal is. And uh, he didn't understand the financial implications of what was happening to our mutual yes. client. He did, unfortunately, he didn't understand the tax implications, financial implications. Oh, my. Contracting, there were a lot of implications. So Contracts, he was not prepared. No, no, he was not prepared. No. Well, thank God you came and you know and intervene or not intervene, but you came in and helped like get this poor client. I mean, this is your client who is 
so worried about trying to get back into her home. She's selling her other one. The only reason I could become involved is because that transaction affected the transaction that, and depending upon how they, what decisions were made in that transaction affected our transaction in Pennsylvania. Right. And that's the only reason. Otherwise, I would have never been involved. And she would have been stuck. Paying all this money and not being able to move into correct keeping your furniture in a you know in a moving truck for that many months. Talk about mold, mildew. Do you know what I mean? You just never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't. And it could it could have been a week. It could have been a month. We didn't know. I don't like that. No, the unknown. No, and well, nobody did. Mm -mm. It's just, and it's a very calm client who was obviously unsettled and upset. Oh, I can imagine. And I'm just see, this is what I'm talking about, Sharon. You know, you you two, you Karen Marshall and Sharon St. Clair from the Keller Williams, they solve problems, and they are there to make sure you're getting the best thing that you want. You know, you profile the client. You make sure that client is getting what they want. That's wonderful and unique. And I, I so appreciate you, you know, telling us, you know, what you do and your stories today. And it's just so interesting and fascinating. Well, Jenny, it's um, housing is personal and how people live. What is happening is very personal. And what happens with us is obviously always confidential. Right. We respect people's Privacy. privacy. Yes. We are the gatekeeper to the secrets of life. Oh, my God. I have to write this down. Gatekeeper to the secrets. Yeah, because it plays out in housing. And we see a lot of situations Say with that people. again. Gatekeeper. We, we are the gatekeeper to the secrets of life. Secrets of life. Yeah, the secrets of their life. Yes. We deal oh with a lot God. with very... You um, need to write a book, Sharon. <laughs> we deal a lot with very highly confidential information, right. and we're dealing, and again, uh, it's confidential. Right. But we have to know those factors so we can help them to make better decisions. Exactly. Take the load off of people's back. That's right. The yes. stress, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the best thing anybody could ask for. Like you said, this world we live in today, we have enough stress and things happening that, you know, looking for a home or selling a home or buying a second home is just, you know, it becomes very, a lot to handle by yourself. But having a team like you guys, that's the perfect match. I can't come up with your lines. It's, <laughs> well, Jenny, if you're thinking about it in this way, there's a lot that happens from the time that we go under contract to close. So many things can go sideways and wrong, things that you don't have any control over. Oh, wow. And again, it comes down to problem solving and skills, being able to assess a situation, being right. able to pivot and bring solutions. Now, sometimes we can see those things in advance, and so we clear those hurdles. Right. But other times, through no, you know, life happens, and we have to be able to adapt And we have to be able to regroup, pivot accordingly with solutions, and look for solutions that may be out of the box. That's true. That is so true. And bringing people together in communications. Communications are absolutely critical. And example that I just gave you of that client, and I I mean, I I could literally take that situation and a couple of others and teach a class. Why not? 
Seriously, Sharon. I mean, this podcast today, I hope you all enjoyed it and learned a lot and realized that, you know, there are people out there that are passionate about what they do and, you know, all your lines today. And I love the line, live your best life. Yes. Sharon, you are so wonderful. You are. Thank you, Jenny. I'm so happy to be with you. We just love hanging out together. We do. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast today. It's the Marshall St. Clair group of the Keller Williams. And if you want to get in contact with them, you know, Sharon gave the phone number. It's 724-503-0014. What is your website, Sharon? PittsburghHomesSearch.com. Okay, perfect. I'll put that on my description so everybody can see it. Okay. Well, thank you for being on still with me, Jenny D. (laughs) Thank you, Jenny. I loved it. I appreciate you. I love it too. I appreciate you. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me with Spill With Me, Jenny D. You can be anonymous, planning on having guest speakers, or anyone who wants to share their life experiences on the topic we covered that week. I'm going to post all that on my Facebook and website, so you will see what I'll be talking about that week. So give me a call. I can pre-record and put you on my, my episode that day. I stress this. I personally feel to heal yourself is to talk about it. And if we can help each other instead of keeping it bottled up and just release it, I think that it's going to help all of us. And let's have a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys. Oh, I'm so excited. This is still with me, Jenny D.